Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. An important message for the crypto community. Yes, I know, I hear you. I know it is Friday today, but this is an important message that I really need everyone to hear going into the weekend. So be sure to stick around towards the end of the call where I'm gonna share this really important message for you guys, a sort of warning if you like, and three steps to go about this warning as well. Before we get to that point, however, I'm gonna talk you through the BTC ETH altcoin market charts because we can't do any analysis of the crypto markets whatsoever without understanding what is going on with the charts. We always must begin there and we're going to look at the top headlines in the crypto news as well very quickly because as some people know uh, a few lucky people were able to make thousands of dollars for free in the crypto markets and uh, they could have just done this really by staying on top of the news so I'm going to run you through the headlines make sure you can spot any opportunities before they come and position yourself for that kind of free money as well. BTC has been trading downwards versus the 24 hour currently trading below the 19k level just about. The five-day picture shows a gradual decline, having reached points closer to the 20k level actually earlier in the week. Perhaps BTC price action is really just reflecting the fact that the markets right now are exceptionally risky. It's probably not a good sign, for example, that an asset considered one of the world's safest, the US Treasury bond, is suddenly looking shaky. The yield on the benchmark 10-year bond rose to 4.2%, a level not seen since 2008. I say 2008, you say, of course, the financial crisis, a very bad time in economic history. Liquidity for the AAA rated, in other words, very safe, secure, creditworthy government bonds has deteriorated amidst weak demand and investor risk aversion, according to Bank of America analysts in a research report. The US Treasury market is fragile and vulnerable to shock. So you know things are pretty damn risky when even the safest assets are struggling from risk aversion. Now Ethereum is down uh, similar to BTC around about 1% on the 24 hour and uh, just the same way I suppose that BTC is just below the 19k level, Ethereum is also just below but a little bit more drastically below the 1.3k level, uh, currently trading around about $1.279. Similar price action here, just a gradual descent, uh, can sort of picture it as the market risk aversion just chipping away, chipping away, chipping away at at the prices, waiting probably for some sort of catalyst or good news that's just going to ease nervousness in the markets. Now that could be uh, weaker inflation data, it could be less aggressive hikes from the FOMC, but it seems like really all investors across the world are just holding their breath, waiting for that bit of information that tells them, okay, you can breathe now, it's okay, the markets are looking more calm, go ahead and increase risk exposure in your portfolio by considering stocks, cryptocurrency, etc. So moving from the charts to the numbers then, some people prefer seeing the numbers, BTC down about 1%, and same for Ethereum on the 24 hour, and both are down about 4% on the weekly. Most of the big cryptos by market cap are suffering because of this sort of gradual tripping away that we spoke about. Terra Classic down 8%, same with Uniswap, Cosmos down about 7%, Ethereum Classic down about 7% as well, same Solana 6%, Polygonmatic 6%, so really altcoins are feeling the heat as well. So the charts have told us that really we need to tread carefully. Now let's go on to the headlines in the crypto news today. If you are a regular listener, you probably know all about the Aptos airdrop. And in fact, we did a whole call on this yesterday. So check that out if you want more uh, detail on the airdrop itself and how to make money from future airdrops. 
but essentially most users made between 1.5k and 7k dollars from the Aptos airdrop with some apparently making over $200,000. Lucky people indeed. What would you do if you made $200,000 from an airdrop? Let me know in the comments. Newly launched blockchain network Aptos had captured a lot of attention in the past few days. Why? In part because of a massive airdrop that distributed 20 million tokens to just over 110,000 recipients worth $150 million. On Tuesday, Aptos took to Twitter stating the Aptos Foundation has provided early network participants with APT tokens. Eligibility for the airdrop depended on users interacting with the Aptos testnet. Because testnets do not require real tokens, exactly $0 were required to participate. That is why we often say that airdrops are good for people that don't have a lot of initial capital. As you can see, all you really needed to do in this scenario was interact with the testnet. While some community members have taken issue with the tokenomics, those that had tested the network earned thousands of dollars without any investment. If any of the airdrop participants were British users, Perhaps that would have given them a lot of good, much needed good news as Liz Trust resigns. This will actually make Liz Truss the shortest serving prime minister in UK history. Liz Truss has resigned as prime minister just 44 days after taking over from Boris Johnson. This, as we said, will make her the shortest serving PM in British history. A new conservative leader is set to be elected next Friday and Miss Truss admitted that she just couldn't deliver her mandate. I came into office at a time of great economic and international instability. I recognize given the situation, I cannot deliver the mandate on which I was elected by the Conservative Party. I have spoken to His Majesty the King to notify him that I am resigning as leader of the Conservative Party. If you were to take a look at a one-year GBP to USD chart, commonly referred to as the cable, you'll see that the cable has been taken an absolute kicking this last year, going from about 1.40 to about 1.10. This reflects in part the troubles to do with COVID that indeed the entire global economy has fallen victim to, but also really, and especially recently, we can see that it sort of accelerated its place of decline. Uh, we've also experienced a lot of hardship in the cable to do with uh, these specific issues we're seeing uh, with the UK politics and specific economic scenario. In fact, the pair was close to reaching parity, easily the lowest point in over five years. I always find it incredibly unfair that it is the citizens or everyday people that suffer at the hands of political decisions. This means that the purchasing power of UK people has declined exponentially and this is exactly when cryptocurrency becomes especially helpful. People in the UK can turn to cryptocurrency, to blockchain for an alternate store of value when their own fiat currency is failing them. Let's turn our focus now to a headline in the States. According to Chainalysis, October is the worst month on record. What is scarier and spookier than crypto hacks? Regulators may not be able to keep up with the technological advances, but cyber criminals are doing a pretty good job staying on top of the evolving blockchain world. This is leading more and more FBI agents to the crypto scene. The never-ending hacks coupled with years of investigative experience have led former FBI Special Agent Chris Tarbell to found Naxo, a newly launched cybersecurity firm. Naxo was co-founded by computer scientist Matt Edmund. If the names don't ring a bell, maybe the Silk Road marketplace will. The Naxo founders were instrumental in the arrest and prosecution of Ross Ulbricht. Edmund also insisted in the takedown of the Silk Road website and crypto assets. 
These aren't the only former FBI agents heading to crypto. BJ Kang is leaving the FBI for a job as the head of investigations at Binance US. Kang served as an FBI supervisory special agent for the National Cyber Investigative Joint Task Force Financial Pursuit Team. Oh my god, what a name. Where he worked on Bitcoin-related cases with various other law enforcement agencies. Unfortunately, it is going to take more than a few FBI agents heading to private cybersecurity to get rid of all the scammers and hackers in crypto, but this seems like a good place to start. Just a few updates remaining, a few headlines remaining until we get to that all-important, urgent message for everyone in the crypto community. Is there cause for concern regarding USDC? US states based cryptocurrency exchange Coinbase says the adoption of USD coin has been more conservative outside of the US, which it believes is a result of international currency conversion fees. In an October 20th statement, the exchange said there is currently three times more USDC bought with US dollars as compared to other currencies. Currently, more than 3x USDC is bought with USD versus non-USD currencies. In part, this is because outside of the US, users will have to pay fees in the process of converting their local currency into to USDC, and this is a barrier to broader international adoption. Speaking of token concerns, just a quick note here for anyone who is holding Axie Infinity tokens, Axie Infinity Shards price drops sharply ahead of early investor token unlock. Axie Infinity Shards, the primary token of blockchain-based game Axie Infinity, has declined by more than 12.5% over the past 24 hours. The AXS price decline may be driven by traders looking to front-run a token unlocking for early investors, so be aware of that. Last headline until we go into our important update, on Voyage FTX. Voyager customers may have reason to rejoice in the near future. Many lost their money when the crypto lender declared bankruptcy last July, but a deal with crypto exchange FTX could end up providing unexpected relief. Thanks to a potential deal with FTX US, victims affected by the collapse could stand to see a recovery of up to 72% of their account value. Please note the measure is far from guaranteed, however, bankruptcy judge Michael Wiles was careful to highlight the sales tentative nature until Voyager's creditors' final approval has been received. This proposal would enable all priority claims to be completely honored, with other account holders able to claim a 72% reimbursement based on the value of their frozen accounts. As written, a clause is included in the FTX deal that allows Voyager to pull out if a better proposition is presented. Keep in mind this measure is still not a sure thing, but it does provide hope for those affected to see the majority of their funds returned. In addition, there is still the possibility of recouping more funds connected to money three hours capital owed to Voyager when it defaulted on loan repayments to the Voyager lending platform. So good news here indeed. Understanding when to buy and sell. The most important thing in the cryptocurrency markets, I'm gonna talk you through it right now. Knowing when to buy and sell is essential for profits. Unfortunately, most crypto traders and investors don't understand where to start, and you can't blame them. Between learning different forms of analysis to staying on top of such a volatile sector, it can take hundreds of hours to become profitable. Fortunately, on-chain analytics can help. By the end of this section, you will know how to use on-chain analytics to inform when to buy and sell in addition to our top tip. Step one, assess market conditions. Before diving into a specific asset, we must understand wider market conditions. In a bull market, we expect prices to increase. In a bear market, we expect prices to go down. But how can we identify when market conditions change? One way is to consider the risk sentiment of smart money. When they take risk, it is a sign they believe prices will increase and vice versa. On-chain analytics can show us exactly this. The bigger the percentage of stable coins, the less risk smart money wishes to take. 
In April 2022 to July 2022, smart money increased their allocation by almost 30%. This indicates that smart money is not buying assets right now. We can identify a buying opportunity when smart money significantly decreases the percentage of stablecoins in their portfolio. Step two, assess purchasing power. Now that we understand smart money, we can consider the wider market using the flow of stablecoins to and from exchanges. In the past month, there has been a significant amount of stablecoin outflow, meaning that the market is not intending to purchase crypto assets. So that is one of the top tips with regards to how to identify when to buy and sell in the cryptocurrency markets using the simple but effective tool, which is available to us by Nansen. Now then, let me give you three more extra clear steps on how you can take advantage of this data today. First things first, do not take large risks until market conditions improve. Currently, the most profitable investors in the space are not buying. Additionally, the market is removing their purchasing power from exchanges. Number two, look for a reversal. When smart money start decreasing their allocation of stablecoins, it may signal a shift in market conditions. We can also look for large stablecoin inflows into exchanges. And number three, understand that it takes more than one indicator to inform when to buy and sell. On-chain analytics can help on our journey to profits, but is only one component of a successful trading or investing strategy. Technical analysis, fundamental analysis, risk management, and more are all essential. Arrivederci. That is goodbye in Italian.